Hey guys, it's almost 2014. You're right. So, I don't know if you've been having this thing, but you've kind of been thinking back on what games came out this year. What was the best one? And we figured out some sort of way to open that up to our users, and I want you guys to explain it because I still am a little fuzzy on where they should go and what they should click and what's eligible and whatever, but there's a survey. It's an official thing, and go vote. What what what's going on? <laughs> right. Uh, let me direct you to John. Why me? Great. You're the you're the guy. You you know all about monkey <laughs> surveys. John, you're the man. <laughs> no, I'm not. Just in life. <laughs> That's not how that works. You're the man. All right, all right. So what we did was we created a survey monkey survey for you guys to fill out so if you look on our facebook group if you look on our twitter you will find a link to a survey monkey where you can fill out all of your game of the year choices so we'll ask you for your top 10 and we'll ask you for all the different categories that wait my choices to. yes yours specifically no me? one else's just me yes just you okay so, so there's can one we vote in our own survey like kind of twist the no results? no like just be like hey guys i'm gonna put splunky on the list i'm just gonna say you might want to consider it no okay fine if we do that then i'm just gonna vote for like stupid stuff Okay. Please don't vote for stupid stuff. I'm not averse to disqualifying answers. <laughs> and, yeah, and I guess please put the name of a video game in there. Like, just, you know, you could literally write stupid stuff and add it, but don't do that. What if, what if, there's, actually, it, like, what if there's actually a video game named Stupid Stuff? What are you going to do? Yeah, uh, I'm going to look it up on Giant Bomb, because I haven't heard yeah, of it. Yeah, but, um, okay, whatever. You So you can... Put anything in there. Try to keep it within this year, although you said there's a category for 20XX, like any game in right. a year. So, yeah, let's do the full pitch of it. There's a link. It's up on our Twitter. It's on our Facebook. You go there. There's six questions for you guys to answer. Um, I'll see if I can pull them up, but you're looking at disappointing game of the year. Uh, you're looking at um, 2013's oh, 2012's game of the year. 2013's 20XX Game of the Year. Uh, Pile of Shame, Game of the Year, and Surprising Game of the Year. Okay. So I realized uh, when we did the failed recording earlier, uh, 2013's 20XX Game of the Year, what if the game wasn't made in the year in this millennium? Um, It's okay because 20XX means nothing. (laughs) Okay. It means means anywhere from 2000 to 2099, though. That's what, it does, that's what Mega Man technically. taught me. So, at that point, it's XXXX Game of the Year, and you could nominate, like, Caber Toss or something. I, I vote for Stickball. Okay. Yeah. It's like, you know what? Chess is still really great. Space Wars, pretty good, man. A whole millennium of strategic combat. Like, yeah. Um, I guess just video games. Just keep it on video games. And yeah, if it, it was from the 90s. Like, that's great. Wario's Woods, for your consideration. Available now on Super Nintendo. Like, if you want to do that, um, you're not wrong to do so. But again, like, who knows what's going to get the votes? What's going to be the top? I don't right. know. So, that's, that's like you said before, thing. we are not voting in this. This is strictly for the top-down respective community. We have our own lists that will be separate from this, so we can't uh, change anything. But what everything works is each question, you can put up to three games. Uh, except for the game of the year, you can put up to ten games. Uh, Make sure when you're putting them in there that you're ranking them. Like, number one is the one that is, like, most prominent for this question, whereas number three or number ten is least prominent for this question. 
Okay. So you can kind of have like two runners up for each category. And then what I'm going to do when just before our game of the year podcast, which will be in a few weeks, I'm going to take those. I'm going to swap the ranking things so that things in spot one will get like 10 points, whereas things in spot 10 will get one point. I'll put all your guys' games together and I'll see which games got the highest scoring. And when we go through the game of the year podcast, uh, we'll bring up the community votes uh, along with our own uh, input. Okay, and so the voting will be open for uh, until that podcast goes up, so like another ten days or more. Yeah, at least. Right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so good good amount of time to vote. So if you're hearing this, you probably you can probably still do that. So cool. Sure. Um, yeah, we already kind of just talked all about it, but the community we're talking about is the top down perspective community, and that's this podcast. Like that's what this is. This is this is the top down perspective. You tuned into that if you're watching right now. Um, it is December 18th. It's one week before Christmas, so, you know, get your You're shopping right. done or, you know, declare I'm not shopping like I did and just be like, no. What? Just, You're no. just not going to buy gifts for anyone? Just nobody. Nobody deserves it. No, it's not true. I was say, go to There's Safeway like, and get, like, some gift cards at least. I could do that. I was at a shopper's drug mart today buying pizzas, and then I was like, well, they have gift cards here. And yeah, whatever. Um, I'm not taking it very seriously this year, though. I apologize to those diehard Christmas fans, but... Other than watching a few choice movies like Home Alone 2, Christmas may as well not even be going on. Why Home Alone 2, not the superior Home Alone 1? I, why not? I don't, wait, why not Home Alone 3? Home that's Alone a piece 3 of garbage. What isn't about Home as Alone bad. 4? You know what? I'd actually kind of be down Home to watch Alone Home Alone 4. 4. I'd kind of be down to watch Home Alone 4. Did you know there was a new one released last year called The Holiday Heist? Starring Malcolm McDowell. That's not called Home Alone. What? It's Home Alone, hol- the Holiday Heist. It's like colon, not oh, a number. Oh, that changes but... everything. Holy shit! Yeah, it is. They have the house logo and everything. It is a. Is legit... it Christmas themed again? Aren't they always Christmas? Yeah, they're always. It's always a Christmas thing. So I can only imagine the holiday they are referring to is. Man, holiday Christmas. marathon. Let's do it. Thank God that yeah, kid is on the front box is doing the 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 cheek thing. Well, that, that's in the, the third one, it wasn't Macaulay Culkin, right? It hasn't been Macaulay Culkin since the third one onward. Was the fourth? Who was the in the fourth one? I don't know who's in the fourth one. I know a kid named Alex D. Linz is the third one, and that one's actually not that bad because there's like military hardware in a car, and they're gonna steal it, and they're gonna cause problems. Like it's North Korea. It's pretty topical, like politics stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of crazy. Mike Mike Weinberg is Kevin McAllister in the fourth one. Okay. I actually had to open up IMDb to Wait, see if that... Wait, is his name always Kevin? Like, is it always the same universe and kid? I think it's a different yep. kid. No, it's because Kevin McAllister was definitely uh, his name in the first one. In the so first, this is yeah, just, like, they switched Macaulay up the actor, Culkin's but this character. kid still got left alone. Yep, Kevin McAllister. That's... Oh, I think, I think okay. the only time it's not been Kevin was Home Alone 3. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why I thought they might have just been like, "There's some other kid who's in Chicago." So what and you're he's saying, having problems too. So what you're saying is much like the Fast and the Furious universe, <laughs> the third installment is the secret best one. It's it's. I remember it being okay. Oh, oh wait, I've seen it in a long time. It's not Kevin in the Scarlett fi- Johansson's in it. It's, it's not Kevin in the fifth one. It's Finn Baxter. There you go, different kid. So it's Finn so four, is though, such a stupid name. Whatever. The McAllisters, also, they're incredibly rich. I kind of forgot before I watched it, but yeah, they're doing all right. Well, Home Alone 4 um, was like, yeah, Kevin's parents have now split up. Now living with his mom, he decides to spend Christmas with his dad at the mansion of his father's rich girlfriend. Okay. 
And then some bad people try to do something and traps and paint cans and horrible, horrible violence, no. but it's coded in humor, so it's fine. Meanwhile, robber Marv Merchants, one of the villains from the first two movies, partners up with a new criminal named Vera to hit Nat- Natalie's mansion. Uh, one Ma- of the villains from the first movie? Yeah, but really? it's, it's played by French Stewart instead of, I can't remember who played him in the actual first movie. Oh, wow. But okay. He, yeah, not Joe Pesci, it's uh, the taller dude. Daniel Stern? Yeah. Like, Marv, I think? Yep. He gets hit with a brick, like, four times. It's whatever. Um, There are video games based on that holiday, like, that film franchise. I don't know, John, have you had first-hand experience with Home Alone video games? Can you give us a report? They're bad. They're... <laughs> okay. Wait, wait. There's are they a... bad from Home Alone standards, or are they about equal? They're bad from video game standards. Okay. Okay. Wait, uh, so you're saying you know if I love a... Home Alone, like non-ironically, these games might be okay? No. Okay. Alright. Okay. They're pretty I bad. I guess, final Home Alone video game fact, there's a PS2 game that only came out in Europe, and I kind of want to play it now. But that's that's it for Home Alone video games. Let's get on to, like, actual video games we care about and have played. Uh, I'm going to start with John, because there's some weird stuff on your list. Actually, there's one weird thing on your list, and I, I... want you to talk about it. All right. Well, so. first off, hi. This is the top ten perspective. My name is John. I already joined... did that. I already did that. I didn't introduce the names though. You're right. That's John. This is John. Hi. And Sean is here. Sean is over there. I had to brush okay. my car off three times today. Nice. It was a crazy storm today. It just would not I... stop snowing. Apparently, yeah, we I had broke... to brush off the box of beer I was carrying home like four times today. It was crazy. <laughs> Apparently, this December's had the most snow out of the past 112 years or something like that. I did see over a century, so that checked wow. out. Yeah. And we've wow. still got like three weeks or two weeks to go. So white yep. Christmas probable. That was kind of the forecast. but Apparently. Yeah. Watch it be like all melted and completely brown on uh, actual Christmas Day. I wouldn't mind that. Again on Boxing Day. But okay. Hi, John. Sorry Hi. for not introducing you properly. How dare you? Uh, vi- yes. Video games. Which ones? Alright, so since Game of the Year discussion is coming up, I've decided I was going to play through a bunch of Game of the Year games, starting with The Flintstones, The Rescue of Dino and Hoppy for the NES. Alright. Yeah, yeah. Okay, hang on. Man, I was, like, going to make that kind of joke, so (laughs) you got to go first. What? Who the hell is Hoppy? Uh, I think that's, like, Barney's pet dinosaur that they get Oh, is he the green one? Yes. Is he green or yellow? Uh, Something like that. So their okay. Dino is Hoppy. I didn't I didn't know that, but that sounds fine, I guess. Uh do you do you play as them, dinosaurs? Uh, well you're rescuing. No, you're them. saving them, you can't. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. You're not one trying to save the other. It's they have been kidnapped. So you're gonna go rescue your pets, kind of like that Mickey. It's Mouse not the game. rescue of Dino or Hoppy. <laughs> I only <laughs> right. need to save one, really. Barney's been kind of a dick lately, no point in saving his pet. Well it's like whoever you choose, the other one gets kidnapped and you gotta go okay. Who kidnaps him? Is it like that alien dude or it, no? It... No, that's the Great Gazoo. He's he's on their side. Uh, okay, you're gonna love this. Uh, the dinosaurs are kidnapped <laughs> by Mister Baxter, a rich CEO from the 30th century who travel back in time in a time machine to kidnap dinosaurs. I'm mean, all right. Wait, is this the Jetsons guy? <laughs> uh, he no. It's you're. He's one of the dudes from the Jetsons, supposedly. Okay. Wow. But he's not like the main guy. He's not spacely or. Oh, like Spacely. That. Okay, I forgot his name. I was thinking, are we talking about that guy? Because that would be pretty incredible. 
that they incorporated time travel into this it, already, this sounds pretty great. Is it pretty great? It's not is that this... bad of a game, but I mean, like, it's it's an indicative game of that kind of time. It was from Taito, so it was just like a standard, like, beat-em-up. Not, well, not beat-em-up, platforming type action game. Okay, okay. Do you have a club or anything, though? Or are you beating yep. up anything? That's or... your main okay. attack, is the club. Can I play as Barney in this game? No, but you can find him and have him join your party. Can you shout Wilma? No, there's no dedicated Wilma button. I was really sad. Okay. You you do find Wilma though. Okay. You also Wait, again, you also play basketball. Compromise. What's the tiger's name? The floor mat. No, yeah, at the end just... of the Flintstones, it's the tiger that kicks Fred out. Oh right, right. no. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's just their cat. I don't know cat. if he has a name. Yeah, they just they throw him out at the end of every episode and then he turns the tables and then it's over. Yeah. That's I don't know. I think the cat actually only shows up in the ending, in like in that ending credit scene for the Flintstones. Weird. Oh, I think it, I so, think I found the name. Did it actually have a name? Yeah, the name of Fred and Wilma's pet saber tooth tiger is Baby Puss. Oh my god! <laughs> of All course, right. of course. <laughs> Hanna Barbera, timeless classics. Instead of Snagglepuss, um, Baby Puss. How many other Flintstones games have you experienced? I I want to say I might have played a SNES one. I I played the sense? movie I played the movie tie-in one, which is the SNES one. Yeah, the the Jeff uh, sorry John Goodman. Uh, Were you gonna say Jeff Goldblum? Rick Moranis. Yeah, Je- Je- I was like Jeff Jeff Bridges. Like I don't know, it's just all wrong up there. Those but, all okay, sound yes. amazing to watch, though. To be fair, yeah. Jeff Bridges I thought, I thought is was Fred great, Flintstone. But... Yes. And he's, oh, he's just the dude. He's just the dude from that movie. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, so it'd be kind of like that's why he was cast, but that didn't even happen. So, okay. Um, alternate timeline. So, Flintstones, pretty great, I guess. Did you beat it? Like, did you play through the whole thing? Yeah, I, I beat it. it. It was a short game, so I just thought I'd beat it. Okay. Uh, um, you you platform around. Like, the one weird thing about the game is that you're, you climb ledges, but you have to do it in a really weird way. You jump towards a ledge and then hold down the A button so you swing on the ledge. Then you have to press up to climb it. Hmm. But, okay. But if you let go of the A button, even if you're already on the ledge, you immediately fall, even if you're holding up and halfway up climbing it. Oh. So it's, okay. a, li- it's a little bizarre. But uh, also, you play basketball. And if you win these basketball With games... With what, a rock? Yep. It's a giant boulder you're bouncing, and you throw it into giant pelican mouths. Okay. <laughs> If you and win, I, the, if you win these, that part where they're taking a photo and the bird t- draws them in the rock, and then he turns to the camera and he goes, "It's a living." Exactly. You, you summed <laughs> up this game perfectly. If you win the basketball <sighs> games, you get uh, magical superpowers. All right. No, but yeah. okay. <laughs> no, no. That's, I'm, I, that's actually what, what happens. That's not canon. <laughs> yeah. The great, the great kazoo. Like, the great kazoo. Okay. Yeah. He gives them, like, alien abilities somehow. He'll be like, hey, Fred, what do you want to do? And you have the choices of jump, dive, and fly. So if you say jump, uh, a big dinosaur appears, and you make a really big jump. If you okay. say if you say fly, Fred transforms into a bird. And then every flap you have uses up, like, your heart meter. And then what? if you pick dive, you put on a snorkel and some <laughs> why, flippers. Why does he turn into a bird? Why doesn't a pterodactyl come and help him out? Because That's video like... games? Okay. I, don't, I don't know, man. Wait, also you're telling, way you're to telling bowling. me that What's if you had the basketball? choice for superpowers between being able to fly or having a bird come whenever you want, you'd pick the bird? 
No, I'm just saying it makes more sense. Like, it's like, there are pterodactyls. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't that. know you had a PhD in Flintstones, in Flintstones. magic. Well, <laughs> I watched that show a lot when I was a kid. I thought, you know, maybe I take it a little more seriously than most, but whatever. Okay, fine. Magic powers granted by aliens. <laughs> Did you ever watch Viva Rock Vegas? No. Yep. Did you see... <laughs> You, Sean, you actually did? Yep. I saw it in theater. And oh, I God. See it in theater. Oh, God. Yeah. Actually, I may um, have seen it in theater. I oh don't know. That was a long time ago. Guys. Oh, Again, man. it's so long ago. I remember it being not that terrible, but there were a lot of bad, like, Rolling Stones jokes because they were kind of yeah. in it. That yeah, but that not. happened in the actual cartoon, to be fair. So. Mick Jagged, I believe his yep, name was. That's that's the cartoon. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. D- does this qualify as like a twenty XX contender yeah. given our rules? It, it's it's that... a not bad game, but it's it's not gonna make my list. For okay. yeah, no. For Nathan, twenty XX is any game that isn't twenty thirteen. Okay. So just to be clear, like if you again nineteen nineties, nineteen eighties, seventies, you know, before that point, you're getting kind of outside of video games as far as I know. But well, make it a video game, like. Yeah, if you have that like radar thing that they made to play tennis or whatever, like cool. Oh, I was going to say spaceboard. That's not spaceboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, okay. So Flintstones. Was there any like more contemporary stuff you looked at, or was that kind of? Well, I didn't. Thing? I didn't tell you the best part of it. Flintstones. Did, oh, okay. is it the part where he slides down the dinosaur's tail? Uh, no. Yabba that, that's in there. That's in that? there. No, there's no yabba okay. dabba do. There's no Yabba Dabba Doo? No, this is a Flintstones game with, I believe, no Yabba Dabba Doo. No, then it's I'm not a text. Flintstones game. He might say it at the end once you win, I forget. Okay. Like, just puts his hand up in the air and he's like, yeah! yeah. Yabba Dabba Doo. I, I saved my dog. Like, like no Fred's, Yabba Dabba Doo, Fred, nobody's a having protagonist. a gay old time. Fred, Fred is a silent protagonist in this one. What? Gay old time, it's in the but song. You spend, the, like, 90% of the game running around trying to find pieces of the Great Gazoo's time machine because uh, the dude from the future blew it up. And okay. then once you build the time machine, you travel to the future, and then you meet George Jetson. Wow. That's pretty good. But he's like, hey, hey, Fred, movie. I haven't seen you in a long time. Is he like the Leonardo da Vinci of Assassin's Creed 2, and he gives you, like, sweet weapons or something? No, he just tells you to use the elevator to go find the dude who stole the dinosaurs. Okay, well, all right. Advice. Does he explain what an elevator is? Because that nope. would probably freak Fred Flintstone out. No, Fred was totally cool with it. He just jumps in and he's good to go. <laughs> There's no culture shock at all. It's just like, yeah, whatever. Well, cause, This, cause happened, this happened after the, the, the Flintstones met the Jetsons, so... Exactly. This is like, actually this is, there's actually a proper timeline this fits in in the Flintstones. I love I, that is great that it refers to that movie as canon. It's yeah. like I met you before. Remember everybody? It's like damn right I do. Saw that movie. I I just felt like after that movie, Fred went like insane because everyone thought he was crazy. He's like, no wait, guys, like I saw the future. They, I saw the crazy. future. There's I was flying there. Things. You know how like I'm kicking this like ground to make this cargo. It's just gonna float. It's gonna be crazy, and then there's not like, a bird right. inside of this TV remote. He gets kicked out of the water buffaloes or whatever, and it's just it's all down. <laughs> yeah, <now>. but <laughs> that movie gets kind of dark too, like him losing his job and everyone wants to kill him, like he's a scab. Oh, but back to the oh the the live action Flintstones. The live action movie gets weird, like it's just like they're gonna lynch him, like that almost happened. And they then they like... murder someone at the end of the Flintstones movie. He drowns in concrete. Well, He's, like, frozen forever. Yeah, Kyle McLaughlin gets trapped in concrete, and he's probably not okay, but yeah. 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 Anyway, Flintstones. 
great. <laughs> what else? What else happened uh, in late December 2013? I decided to play Cloudberry Kingdom again. I played a bit of that on your account, so thank you for owning that. No um, problem. What? If, what? You're still like number six or something on the leaderboard. I was I, at, I'm in so. the top. I'm still in the top ten for that rank. I can't remember what position it is. I think it is still six. You're right. Yeah, in classic or whatever. Actually, uh, uh, the person who beat me in the tournament, I don't see on the scoreboard anymore. So I don't know if they changed their name or what. Hmm. Okay. Are you trying to like take back? Oh no! No! Fuck! Or? Fuck! No! Uh, what I'm okay. doing? I'm, I'm finally bothering through story mode because uh, I was I heard through the grapevine. I don't know if this is true or not. That uh, Pony Studios, the guys who made the game, made a challenge that if anyone could beat the final stage of story mode, which is apparently stage 320, they'll give them a thousand dollars. So, and that's wait, you're still saying stands? nobody's beaten story mode? No. Well, okay, no. Hang on. Story mode ends, I think, around like 160 or 260 or something like that. Okay. Oh, and then as a Mario, th- like, here's another set of stuff? It's more like, yeah, here's like a bunch of extra stages we just made. Okay. Because to be fair, I got to like World 2 in the story, and I was like, this is getting hard. Oh, nice. it, it gets nuts, dude. No. Like, when you start rolling, like, ho- no thank you. Like, you're attached to this wheel now. Yeah, I got about there, too, and it was just like, this is less than fun, but I get... I don't know. This is well, weird. Wait, I'm not wait, the right kind of person for this. Wait till you get to the point where they attach a jetpack to that wheel. Uh, no. This is an act, this is an actual stage like, type. So what they're tweaking is just the algorithm gets more fucked. Like it's all random, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, in story mode, they're all like predetermined stages. So just oh, okay. They actually designed those things. I I thought it was all just they the, plug the, the in. algorithm made them, and they just kind of pick like, oh, this would be a good stage for stage one, stage two. But in all the other modes, like the escalation modes and that, all those stages are randomly generated based on the difficulty sliders they made for their AI. Oh, okay, okay. Like, it still seemed neat. I was just kind of getting worn out pretty quickly. So, yeah. C- congratulations on doing really well in that game. I I don't have the aptitude for whatever it is. It's just too much, too many things swinging around. and Like, I guess, also, I need to get all of the things or I consider a run a failure. So oh, it's no, like, well, I... th- that's only for, like, if you want to use the powers later on, which you will technically need later on. Okay, so well, like, I don't need to punish myself over that because I'm just kind of like I I only got nine and that sucks. I'm just gonna die and no, try that again. That basically you're picking up coins to let you use your powers in case you get stuck in later stages. It matters okay. in escalation mode because that's how you get your bonus multipliers. But in actual story mode, does not really matter unless you want to have powers later on to use to get through stages. Okay, okay. So I got um, at around I think 101 is where I stopped last time. I'm just gonna kind of slowly play through it until I get up to around that point. What's your hours played on that game? Uh, I feel like I clocked 30 during that tournament. 30 or 40. It was a lot. Okay. I was playing, Are that, you... I was playing that game a lot during that tournament. Like long sessions too? Or is it like kind of 20 minutes, half hour? Like uh, it took me, well, it... I mean, during the tournament, you'd be pushing real hard. but Well, during the tournament, like a run, it took half an hour. Okay. And you were streaming it? Uh, I only streamed it once. Oh, okay. But my best run was the stream run. Okay. Um, like, do you like when you play it recreationally though? Are you digging in for quite a while, or is it like a run? I I was like, good? oh, I'll just do like ten stages, and then it's like, oh, I guess I'll do ten more, and then that went by fast. Okay. Because keep in mind, like a run, what I did for the tournament would be a hundred and thirty stages. So ten stages by comparison, a lot faster. Right, and they're pretty short, like. 20 seconds or something. I mean, if you're dying, that would compound, but yeah. Okay. 
Cloudberry Kingdom. Yep. Other than that, I played uh, The Last of Us. Did you finish it? No. Did okay. you play anything after I left? No. Okay. Did you play re- on hard there's, mode? There's a reason for that, and I'll explain later. No, I'm playing on normal. Okay. I think that's that's a good idea. I wanted to actually try to beat the game without getting frustrated. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, okay. Okay, fair enough, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I guess something about, like, just the tone of that game, it was like, this should be harder, so I'm going to make it harder. I don't know why, but I, I played it on the... the highest one available by default. I haven't beaten it on the cr- crazy insane one that mm. you can only like you can only use the like minimum number of shivs ever and you need to use them on doors and stuff like that. Like I haven't done that, but okay, are you liking it? Like how far did you get? Are you out of uh Boston or whatever? Like or are you still kind of Still in Boston on my way to the Capitol building. Uh the percentage okay. meter said 20%. I'm 20% through the game. Do you like it? Or... I, I am enjoying it, but uh, I got tied up with something else that came up during the week, so I have not gone back to it. Okay. But, but do, you, do you plan to? I do plan to. I just need cool. to kind of free up <clears throat> my schedule to play it. Plus, and figure out what games I want to try to at least play enough of that I can have them in my top, my Game of the Year discussion. The chat points out, Sean is so happy about this. And you know what? I am, because I was there, and he wouldn't have started it if I hadn't said, hey, you should play this game. <laughs> yeah, the basic the thing with the... The playing through is Sean was came over and we were just hanging out playing games, and then uh, he was like, "Hey, do you want to start The Last of Us? Like, I'll just sit and watch." I'm like, "Are you sure?" He's like, "Yeah, no, I know it's a way to get you to play it." I'm like, "All right, cool." So I sat down and played for what was like two hours, three hours. It was about about two hours, maybe two and a half. Mm. And yep. Sean, I'm and Sean got in that game. That yeah. has a, that game has a great intro. That intro is pretty good. I will give it that. But I hear you played another game with another great intro. Uh, yes, besides Last of Us, the game that's been preoccupying my time all this week is Saints Row 4. So yeah, I've Thumbs been... up, man. Yeah, thumbs up. Oh, that intro is so good. Like I just, just, yeah, I just love everyone thinks you're dying, and I just love that. Well, I just met you and everything, but you seem nice, I guess. You seem nice. <laughs> oh man, I'm going to miss you so much! Yeah, I like it. That game was so ridiculous. So uh, I'm streaming this live on my Twitch channel with uh, my buddy Patrick Peacall. And we are uh, tomorrow, which might be today if you're not listening to the live version. Uh, that'll be the last stream of it because we'll be, we have 77% of the game done. And we'll just be nice. clearing, we'll be clearing up the rest tomorrow. We've done all the optional stuff. Literally all we have left is I think six collectibles, two or three random side quests, <laughs> and uh, main story. Cool. Okay. Have you have you gotten to the point where a John Carpenter film that prominently features Keith David is key? Uh, I'm about to do uh, the missions. What's the mission called? In the day after or something like that. Okay, I'm gonna guess you... maybe you haven't seen the thing yet. Then, but there's are you well, talking I mean, about like the thing stuff. you were talked about after the show last week, Nathan? Yeah, probably. Okay, John, two dimensional. Does that mean anything? Oh no, no! Sorry, that this no is a that has thing, that right? hasn't happened either. Okay. Last thing last thing we did was the Ghostbusters <clears throat> reference. Last story okay. thing we did was the Ghostbusters reference. It's a different movie, but uh, it okay. It same era. Weirdly, a prop from the Ghostbusters is in this movie. So if whatever, don't. It's okay. Probably they're, they're... probably not at that point then, Nathan. Okay, I hope you enjoy it. I don't want to tip. Well, too I much like I I assume it, you're talking yeah. about like they live right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. all the all the the posters and 
field boards and everything are like that. Yes, they are. Okay, so they they commit more to that joke, and it, yeah, stuff happens. Oh, okay. But, uh, okay, it's it's pretty funny. Um, cool. That, but yes, what what's your? I guess if everyone's seen the stream, they would know. But what kind of crazy outfit slash voice actor did you choose? Like, oh, what's, okay. What's the the on? very next day is actually the name of the mission that we're doing next. Okay. Uh, John chose the right voice actor. I chose Nolan North for every game. <laughs> I, I chose Nolan North. I, I yeah, laughed pretty hard because it was like voice male one two three female one two three Nolan North, and like yeah, if you're into video games enough, you know why you picked that voice. Although Troy Baker, I think, Nolan is North. one of the. Isn't Troy Baker one of the other ones? Isn't he male voice one? Apparently, yeah. Yeah, so you kind of have like the two titans of that in one game. So I whatever, but um, that pancakes bit. Do you like the pancakes bit? I like that bit. What, bit. what what pancakes? It's you're it's right near the beginning. It's near the beginning. You're in like the 50s and you're eating pancakes. Oh, and... that bit. Okay, you know the, the 50s bit was really good. I thought it was good, but okay, okay, um, cool. You, you've probably accomplished more in that game than I did already, though, by the sounds of it, with all the collectibles and stuff. But... Oh yeah, we we've got all the clusters. Okay, you interested in Christmas stuff? You gonna get Christmas? Stuff? I already have the Christmas DLC and the Dominatrix DLC. So okay, cool, cool. So, so cool. I, I will probably stream the, the Christmas stuff just to go along with it being December while I'm streaming. Okay. Yeah, people are saying male one is uh, Troy Baker. Uh, I don't know what it is. Like, I'm enjoying playing at co-op. It makes, like, getting all the clusters and collectibles so much easier. Well, but, but that part's, like, a lot of fun. No. So you want to save that stuff. Oh, you don't you didn't enjoy grabbing the clusters? Because I love doing that. Oh, it, it's greedily. fun. It's fun to do. But when there's, like, 1,200 of them, no. I, I got a thousand without batting an eye. So. Yeah, like yeah. If Trackdown Three comes out and there's like a million, it's like all right. I'm just gonna get higher and higher at my jumps. I'd rather fight people and expand them to death, or use dubstep, or sorry, classical music to kill them. I'm using the uh, DLC gun. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I've killed people with polka music, heavy metal, uh, swing dance music, and uh, the Ride of the Valkyries. Where do you get the expander thing? I I've heard about it. I just I don't have that's, it. That's the inflatable ray. You it's a side mission. It's one of the side quests. Oh, side side. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have a bunch of side missions I haven't done, but okay. Um, Saints Row Four. Yeah. Did you play Saints Row Three? A bit, not enough. Okay. So like that, this will that will probably boost it a lot on my top ten list at the end of the year because like all the jokes that were probably stale from Saints Row Three aren't on me. Right. So. Right. Yeah. No, because that was the thing is, a lot of the jokes are kind of like, remember when we did this in Saints Row 3? Like, we know you guys loved it, and they'd kind of do it again a bit. Yeah. Um, they, so. They're they weirdly referential with their, like, lore. There's, oh, like, Saints there are... Row 1 pulls Saints in Row that game. Saints Row 1 and 2, all the other Saints Rows get referenced a lot. Yeah. Like, it's just like, okay. Like, I played all these, but it's really weird how seriously you're taking it, but that's kind of great. So. Well, serious is, I a, don't know is how... a loose term to use there. Well, sure. But... They're at least like bringing back characters, and that they factor into like how a character feels. I don't know. All the Shondi stuff was kind of weird, but um, yeah. Like that. What's that DJ's name or whatever? Oh, like, uh, he's got like a Rastafarian hat. Like her ex-boyfriend. Yeah, I, I cannot remember the dude's name. No idea. But yeah, okay. no, that that's referencing Saints Row Two pretty heavy. Also, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Did you? You guys played both play through it. How many glitches did you guys keep entering, bumping into? Because I kept bumping into a ton. 
like actual or like the weird glitched out looking dudes that are on purpose when you're near a hole in the world. Or I whatever. I was shopping in a store then fell through the floor. Okay, I didn't have any breaking that's a straight stuff. Up glitch. No. Yeah, no, I, like I would be like shopping or hacking and then dudes are attacking me. But no, no, that's game, normal. That's because so. alarms go off during the hacking. I had one complete hard freeze, but that was the first time I loaded it up during, like, an early cutscene, and I was like, oh, crap. And then I restarted it and never had a problem ever again. So. I, I had my dubstep music playing nonstop even when I wasn't firing the gun. And in fact, oh. I could change the settings on my gun and play both songs at once. But because, <laughs> okay. we're playing, because you're playing co-op, whenever the other player uses the dubstep gun, their music goes away. So my mm. uh, my other player lost all his music because my dubstep gun would not stop playing music. I'm wondering if some of this is co-op related because I never did that ever. Yeah, so. there was another mission where you had to throw like these enemies through like a portal. I threw okay. enemies. I oh threw, yeah. Yeah, I threw enemies through the portal and they went through it and just bounced off the other side. Oh, it mm. didn't register. Yeah, that sucks. I, I, I I've had a lot of really janky stuff happen. Okay. Like it if the game does not properly glitch like every hour or so when I'm streaming the game, something's up. Weird. I did not have that. So I don't know if it's just co op or not. I think there's even yeah, I think actually the other guy picked up a bunch more clusters that I don't have counted. So I don't know if that's a glitch or not. Yeah, but it's like, a shame. What yeah. are, are you playing it on PC or what are you playing on? Three sixty. Which I, okay. I did hear was the technically the worst of the three ports. Okay. I did three sixty, I didn't have this many issues. Weird. So maybe maybe if I play single player, it'd be perfectly fine. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I'm uh, still having okay. a good time with it. Cool. Cool. Uh, I also that? played a bit more Payday 2. And just checked back in with that, continuing that up. Yep, having fun with that. Cool. Uh, I now have the ability to turn soldiers in, or guards against their companies and make them join my side. That sounds awesome. Like, so you're just like, I'm going to cut you into this heist, like... Let's do this. Is that kind of the pitch, or like, how does that? You, make you just kind of you kind of like yell at them, and then they kind of get Stockholm syndrome, and then they just join your team. Okay. I think the okay. uh, narrative concept is a hypnotism. There's there's mm. actually there's actually one setting literally called Stockholm syndrome where like if there's a someone nearby, like someone that you took hostage, and you get downed, they can actually walk over and save you if you interact with them. Okay. Aren't cool. Oh, like, it, I saw there was you. a Christmas huh. pack for this game. Like, there's a yep. Santa face and whatever. There's a, there's a Santa mask or... and everything. I haven't joined the community, but once I do that, I will have that. Okay. What are you playing Payday 2 on? Computer. Okay. Okay. Cool. Is that it? Yep, that's it. Okay. Uh, Sean, what's been happening over there? Uh, tons have been happening over here. Okay. I played through all of Attack of the Friday Monsters. What is what is that? This is a level five know. joint eShock. Uh, they had a sale this week. <clears throat> okay. Um, it's basically just a. I don't know. It's just the gameplay is essentially you walk around this small little village, chatting with other people that are in it. it it's pretty handholdy. It points out who you need to talk to to progress the story. But you're in a world where monsters attack the place every Friday. Like that's just part of life. Like they okay. just know like. Friday comes along, that's when Godzilla comes through here, so get ready for that. Um, okay. It's kind of lighthearted. Um, what I really liked is it is a lot of the, there's a bit of voice acting in it, and it's all Japanese, so it just kind of very, like, it felt like I was watching an anime almost, because everything was subtitled and whatnot. 
would you say it's kind of an interactive novel kind of it's experience? Basically, or? there's a small little um, mini game that's very similar to Rock, Paper, Scissors, but with a little bit of a twist, which was kind okay. of interesting. But uh, it's pretty optional. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wish I liked it more. But uh, there was a couple things with the story where they either like they jumped ahead, like they were trying to go through too fast, or they just made up some weird assumptions. Um, okay. Was it does a three D like I guess just standard three D S question or? I you know I would say I'm I wasn't a huge fan of the three D because was for the most part a lot of it was just like we're gonna put some of the elements that are flat drawings in front of you. It didn't it didn't really stand out. I actually ended up playing this game pretty. With the 3D, like off. diorama kind of thing, or kind like of layering. a little bit, but nothing, like nothing great. Okay, <clears throat> so actually, yeah, I played um, with it off. Um, that game normally was it? like eight dollars. Yeah. It was five. I, I definitely don't think I could recommend a full eight dollar purchase. Five was even pushing it for the enjoyment I got out of it. Okay, um, that's a shame. But if you're looking for something lighthearted, if you really liked uh, like Cherry Tree Comedy Club, it's pretty much the same gameplay for the most part. Uh, you might be interested in it. Okay. I think I like the name of it more than I like the game. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad, like the Leighton Brothers thing, or what was it, Leighton? Leighton Brothers. Yeah, you didn't really like that one either. Like, no. It sounds like some of the side level 5 projects are a little <coughs> little flaky lately. Right. That's that's too bad. Yeah. Um. Okay. Are they just doing like a holiday sale over there kind of thing? Like, I don't know what it was. It was just a week long of a few of their three eShop games stuff's so. on stuff's on sale in the eShop every week so yeah usually oh, okay, usually so. it's not the best stuff but there might be one or two gems that are on sale okay i guess i just never check that store so maybe i should do that every That's thursday around noon our time they update so okay um i played through the majority of crimson dragon um there should be a review up probably tomorrow is when i'll finish that on comic book then okay. if people are interested okay uh that game sucks i hate it <laughs> I saw you hated the voice acting. Or the voice acting is so bad. Which, oh, speaking like, of which, I didn't even mention that in the review. I need to add that. I gotta make a note. Okay, because so, yeah, it's terrible. Like, lifeless performances. It's just like no one cares about their lines. Like, Not at all. Like, like people are dying. Oh, and it's look just out like, for that! Ah! <laughs> like really? That's yeah. your death scream? Yeah. Yes. That's how much I care about what's happening. Yeah. Um, that, that game looks pretty ugly. Uh, okay. it's set up so there's like eight different areas. Um, then you'll go to each area about five times, and you're and you, so you see the same area like multiple times. Nothing changes. It's just this is the water world, so there's water around. I hope you enjoy flying around water. And now did the next the five. Kinda, did the pay to play stuff kind of get up in your face? Because I heard that was a little gross. No, but... actually, there is microtransactions. Um. Easily uh, avoidable. I did not have to... It's only if you go in the store, and then you have to specifically say, hey, I want to pay for these in jewels. I want to buy some jewels. But you get so much currency in that game, it was never an issue. Okay. Yep. And it's like a $20 download game? I didn't look into the price of it exactly. It is a download game. Um, okay. The best part about it is... I guess for people who don't know, it's basically Panzer Dragoon or Res. You're, it's a rail shooter. Uh, you, you know, you use the right stick to ho- hover over the enemies to lock on. You shoot it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my first experience with rumble triggers. Those are pretty cool. I like those. Um, and uh, so the thing I did like about it is you get to customize your dragon quite a bit. Like, the dragon will level up and you can evolve your dra- a dragon. 
Okay. Which, that was pretty cool. You can teach it new moves to use. Um, you can also hire wingmen, which is just like another dragon and dragon rider that will help fight with you. And you have mm-hmm. to purchase them, and they'll just be copies of other people who are playing Crimson Dragon. So you'll get, like, a, a dragon named, like, 420 Blaze Master or whatever. You know what nice, I mean? Like, nice. I didn't specifically have that, but you know what I mean now, right? Right. So, so like, that dumb gamer tag dragon. It's like a ghost of your customized dragon then, kind of? Like well, it'd be, a, it'd be like a ghost of theirs, and it's not copying their moves. It just copies their skills, so you get a dragon that's as good as they currently are. Okay. Um, and those join you, so that was cool. Uh, like a decent social feature, I guess. That's, it's just, yeah. it's just not fun. It's boring. Like you're on rails, and that's fine. There's a few levels where they open it up and let you actually fly around, and that controls so terribly. I hated it every time. So I'm really glad the final boss involved that. That was really <laughs> fun. So like Star Fox kind of thing for some. Yeah, of basically, or... yeah, because Star Fox has a few missions where they open it up. Like where it's like, yeah. hey, it's an arena. Go, you can turn around and yeah, whatnot. But that game, okay. yeah, that game's not good. I don't recommend it if you have an Xbox One. Okay, it makes me sad because it's supposed to be the guys who originally worked on the game too, the original Panzer Dragoon stuff and Res. Like for me, like Res only works because I love those that those songs and the visual style. Like if it's just fantasy stuff and there's nothing in terms of like synesthesia music business, then what the hook of that game? Did you well, not like know. Panzer Dragoon? I only like I only played what we did in the Saturn stream, so I I don't have a lot of well, history. Well, I'm not series, averse but... to rail shooters. Like for like Star Fox is basically a rail shooter as well, and that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> it's just. This is just so uninteresting, and there was there's yeah. even a problem of knowing, like, what is a good thing I can touch and what isn't, because there's so many, like, fireballs and glowing orbs flying over the place. I barely knew when I was supposed to dodge. There's some environmental cues that it's like, okay, don't run into this wall, but sometimes you can run into the wall, so it's just kind of a mess. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, um, like, check for the review, but it sounds like... You not already, not the I most positive, yeah. Don't yeah. check that out. Yeah. Uh, then I played okay. some Drop Chord, uh, Double Fine's iOS uh, music game. And I really like Drop mm-hmm. Chord. Drop Chord is a ton I of fun. I think it controls really nicely. Um, I know, Nathan, you played this earlier in the year. <clears throat> uh, uh, I played the, the iPhone one, yeah. Right, um, I was playing on the iPad. I haven't I'm tried not it. very good at it. Like, you were calling me out. You were giving me some business on Twitter. You're just like, you, you suck. And I was just like, all right. I never was going around being like, guess who's the drop, drop cord master. Like, I, I did bad at the PAX tournament, too. Like, it was just like, I don't, I don't, I'm getting overwhelmed. Like, I, I agree that the control schemes are, like, really intuitive. You're using both fingers to kind of touch so you, You're moving a line. Like, both fingers are each edge of a line, and you need to touch things, and you need to avoid other things. Right, but you can't you can't like go to a dodge, right? That penalizes you. You lose your multiplier. I think. I don't know. I never really tried that. The only time I let go was when I had to do a swipe. Right, but I guess it would be like when there's a bunch of like obstacles. I just be like, well, and that's just like, no, don't do that. I'm just like, I know if you take your hands no off, it'll pause the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the music is really get? good. Um, okay. Specifically, when you're playing the main game in that first stage, I love that song. And then when it goes into, like, bonus and everything goes, like, neon pink and yellow, when the bass drops and there's, like, nothing to dodge and you're just racking up points, like, the best feeling. Like, it was just like, oh, man, I am so into this right now. 
Okay. So a real great intro level, I will say. Um, and yeah, so Drop Chord is pretty good. Um, I would recommend that on iOS, especially if you have an iPad. Yeah, you get more screen real estate to kind of see where you're going and what you're yep. doing. Like I was kind of having troubles on the phone, but it, it's it's okay there too. But at, at PAX, actually, they had this weird kind of control scheme where there was, like, you just have your fingers out, and there's, like, some sort of sensor thing detecting your hands, and it was... It was oh, man, at, like I'd, the future? Kinda, but, yeah, they, they had that at their kind of PAX party, too. And people were... There was, like, a high-score contest for a television and all this, but I was not good enough. I could see that I being fun if, like, Connect was really good. Yeah, like using both hands as kind of each end of the line or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, the leap motion, I guess, is what the thing is called. Um, okay. I've heard yeah. of that. Okay. Um, so drop cord. Drop cord's good. Uh, uh, I finished up Assassin's Creed 4. Hooray! Fourth Assassin's How'd you Creed. Like it? I like that game what? quite a bit. That's okay. a fun game. Okay. Um,. Some cool final missions when you're just doing crazy boat battles. Once you upgrade your boat quite a bit, you're just wrecking havoc. Like, you get flaming cannons. Okay. Like, I don't know if they had those in real life, but okay. Like, they, they I guess they light the cannonballs on fire, so it's like a short-range attack. You come up beside someone, you just hit the right trigger, flaming cannonballs at their ship. It's awesome. It's like a bomb, or is it uh just burning junk shoots at their ship. It's just burning cannonball. It's not a bomb, it's just a burning cannonball. So weird okay. Maybe yeah, I, I don't know. Again, I don't I don't know enough about classic cannons weaponry, yeah. but I mean I just I, I again I'm I'm at the jump off point in that game, I think. It's like you got your ship, you got your crew, let's go. And I'm just like, alright, this is where this would take a lot of time. I'm gonna put this down and No, you you I should can... try the boat stuff. Okay. Specifically, okay. yeah, like swinging onto the other guy's ship, taking him in an airstrike. It's so good. So great. Um, I will say the one thing I don't like about that game is there are way too many tail this guy and eavesdrop, eavesdropping missions. Like as part of the core story. It's like yeah, you need like to almost every sequence, like start, like there will be one of those. It's like you should tail this guy and listen to what he's talking about. It's like, I don't <sighs> care. Holy smokes. I'm a pirate. Yeah. I shouldn't even I be mean, on land. I thought that was just kind of the intro, like they're setting up the players or something, and it's just like, you know. But hey, you, you so can rate the missions them. within the game, so you're just like, you know what, that mission sucked, Abstergo. No more like that, please. One out of five. I and guess then, I could have. I never ranked In anything. Assassin's Creed Five. I don't know. I, yeah, that... Does the plot go anywhere? Like, does it pay off in, like, a larger... If you care about the Templars and the that whole nonsense, or, like... Or just play for pirate. Not so just, really. I don't okay. think so. Just pirates. If you like pirates, yeah. get your pirate on. And, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, last That's thing I played, I only yeah. played a bit of it today. Uh, just the first two levels. Uh, some Call of War as Gunslinger. Really? Yeah. Dude, that game's great. So. It's really good. It is a lot that, of fun. Actually, actually good. No, oh, dude, yeah. that's like on my top ten list. Like, it's it's a good, hey, spoilers. good cool thing. Okay, sorry, that may or may not show up <laughs> in a couple weeks, but I just, people should so, play it. The narrative part is great. It's all about, like, it starts off really cool, kind of a graph, um, motion comic style. Uh, a cowboy walks into a bar, and he's like a legend, and they're like, do you have some cool stories to tell us? So he starts telling a story. 
you're playing the story. Yeah. And so he'll be like narrating it the whole time. And sometimes it'll be like, wait a sec. No, the, the, is that what the paper said? That didn't happen. So it'll rewind what you just did. And then actually the thing happens. So you get to see like two things play out. Um, yeah, I just really love the sense that. of speed in that game. Like just the amount of dudes coming and the combos. Right, like that first upgrade, I don't know why you wouldn't pick dual wield, because that's clearly yeah. the best one. But yeah, no, four <laughs> yeah. guys are coming at you, you're just like shooting everyone. You can do the whole slowdown thing from Red Dead Redemption to take guys out faster. There's a real great moment, another another really fantastic first level, where you jump out of the top of a barn, and it slows down time, and you're taking them all out before you land. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's also tons like of exploding barrels everywhere, which is always great to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's it's like a fun, fast-paced shooting gallery, and it's kind of dumb. But that the narrative totally like addresses all of that and plays with it, and kind of has fun with that whole conceit. Like, kind of right. sold it so much more. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know why, but I keep coming back to like the way Prince of Persia had the guy narrating like what happened. And then he would fall or something, and then be like, "Never mind, that's not what happened." They kind of just incorporate that into scripted moments. So, like that kind right. of rewriting history. There's nothing specific. Like if you die, he says, "Wait, that didn't happen." No, but it's it's more well, unless it's like a wacky part of a mission or something, and then it's just like I was there weren't that many guys. It was okay or whatever. Like th- there's some stuff that gets a little okay. weird with that stuff. But okay. Yeah, no, it's 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 pretty cool. Um. Uh, great I art the style. First Call of Juarez, but yeah, th- this is way more interesting than those were. So I've played no Call of Juarez before this. Okay, that's probably fine. Don't don't worry about it. Yeah, and last thing I want to say about it is, uh, the duels are pretty good when you're kind of watching to see if the guy's gonna grab his gun while you're like focusing on your shot, and it's really cool. You can choose to do the first shot, which will be real easy victory. Mm-hmm. But if you wait till he reaches for his gun, you get a more, like, noble victory to the thing because you didn't want to kill him until he made a move. Right. So, and, it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, I played, like, Red Dead again this year, and it might have been kind of sparked off by that game, but that this game's dual system just makes more sense. Like, it, it's more intuitive than what happens in Red Dead. Like, I'm just, like, mashing on, I don't know what's happening, like, you can apparently disarm in that game too, but yeah, Juarez does a great job of just explaining what's going on with that stuff. And you, I think you mentioned like the art style was kind of cool, and yeah, it's it's pretty slick look. Too, it's pretty, so. it's kind of cell shaded, very Borderlands esque. Yeah, yeah, so I like it. Fun game. I'm gonna, I'm looking forward to play more of that. Okay, uh, that was it for this week. Uh, so Nathan, let's hear the shortest list you've ever had. Yeah. Um. There, there's a kind of fa- like secret thing on that list that really took up most of the time, but I'll get into that. Um, so, Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds, I started second quest, and you lose, like, two hearts for anything that happens, so wow. it's really frustrating having all your stuff repossessed all the time. <laughs> like, it's just like, I shouldn't have rented all that stuff, because I walked into a bat and then uh, one of the <laughs> green things hit me, so now I'm dead. So, great. And then you just go and you're like, here, Razio, here's like a couple hundred rupees again. And then you head back out, and it's just, I don't know. I, like, I'm going to I'm gonna take a crack at it at some point proper. Like, like, heart pieces become really valuable now. 
and mm. you need to use that shield and like really think about your combat in a way I was not my first time through that game. Like it's just like whatever, I'll just throw stuff and like yeah, I got hit a couple times, but whatever, I'm just kind of scrapping. Like this is like no, like you gotta shoot dudes with arrows or like just avoid combat. Like just take it seriously. So Nathan, uh, did you ever try the street pass function? Oh, like the Shadow Link dudes and whatever. Yeah. Yeah, do I get something cool? For no, no, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. The reason I ask is because that was the point where I learned, like, oh man, you really need to use your shield properly in this combat because I just got curb stomped by a super powerful Link. I kind of cheesed it in that. Like, I mean, I I did my first sparring like late in the game, so I just had way more hearts than the Link I was going up against and stuff. So mm-hmm. I was like, ah, whatever, I'll just fight this guy. Um, but yeah, I guess that that might be a good introduction to like being a little more mindful with your combat. Specifically the shield. It's just like, no, use that shield, like, all the time. Like, just use that thing. And I was not considering that before. So I will do that. That ended up being, like, a little more intense than I was ready, so I kind of eased off of that a bit. Uh, Are you I still having fun co- with it, though, or is it kind of turning you off? Oh, like, like, for me, the thing I really liked about that game was the rent-all-the-stuff-go, but that plus this dying and lose all that stuff system, and I don't even have enough rupees yet to, like, own something permanently. So I'm assuming that it's just kind of an early learning curve hump kind of situation where once I get more comfortable, have more hearts, and, like, the game opens up a little more, it'll be okay. Just right now I have, like, four hearts or whatever, so if I get hit twice, I die. And that's yeah. no good. Why aren't you just like wandering around getting the heart pieces? Because aren't they in the same spots, or are they in all new locations? Uh, they are. I think they are in the same spots. I am close on some of those, but like I'm trying to use the hint ghosts and stuff, but they're just telling me like useless garbage. Well, it's yeah, the like, hint ghosts are not helpful. Yeah, like the first time I did one in my first playthrough, though, it was like, hey man, if there's a heart piece over here, it's like, oh sweet, hint ghosts are great. And then the next time I did it, it was like hey, you need some special gauntlets to move this rock? And you're just like, yeah, I, I know. I, all right. And then I like found another one, and he told me basically the same thing. Like It's just like, you need a thing you don't have. And you're just like, shut up, ghost. You suck. Like, it's just, just <laughs> what do you terrible. know? You're dead. Yeah. like He's just reading his book. Clearly, or whatever. you like, made poor life decisions because you're dead right now. I'm going to take off these glasses. This, this is tiresome. So, yeah. Stupid ghost uh, with your books and your academics. Yeah, I, I was, I mean, I have a lot of play coins, like, I can ask for hints, it's just, they were not being very helpful, so. Yeah, I find that so weird, it's like, y- this is gonna cost a play coin, you're never gonna get it back, and it's like, well, it's, it's okay, really, I don't. Like, I'm almost maxed out all these. the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who's gonna be like, oh no, oh, I'm not gonna get it back? Shit. I, 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 I'm just like, I don't want to use play coin just so I can say I beat it without using a play coin, that's the only logic I have behind it. Wait, is that like a thing? Like Mario? I I don't know. I don't know. Style, they like flag it. Okay. I don't know. That's why I'm just not doing it, so I can find out. Okay. It doesn't really, like again. We just kind of emphasize they they aren't really that helpful. So mm. like, it's true. Well, like, but I'm, cu- maybe I'm the curious game about like, like you kind of cheesed it. You're, you use the in-game hint system. That's for babies or something. I I'm I curious get... about like there's a ghost hint ghost in the treasure room, the one where there's like 15 treasures you can choose from. I'm no. curious if he will actually tell you where the heart piece is. Oh, weird. Okay. No, he'll probably just be like, "It's in one of these." Oh, thanks. Yeah. Do you get? Do you guys have like any strategies for rupee rush? Is there a way to like do good at that thing? Or the best thing to do? Well, I mean, you'd set a physical timer. 
That's your best. Yeah, bet. well, yeah, but I mean, like, how do you get the big score? Like, it's just, well, like, I'm if you're with, if you're within, pool. I think the last second, if you show up with less than a second left, they will triple your rupee score. Oh, okay, I guess that multiplier is probably the best thing to shoot for. Okay, like, can you get a piece, a heart piece during the, in that, or is it just no? It's just rupees. Like, I no... think that's what you get for having over a hundred. I might be wrong in that. Okay, like if you hit a certain benchmark, it's just like, man, that's impressive. Like, here's a special. Yeah, special I'm box. trying to figure out the the trick to the the baseball one. The baseball one? Yeah, because apparently if you. Oh, I never it, even played that. Oh yeah, that, that, that was for another heart piece. That's for another heart piece. If you get a hundred. Right. I I I don't know if I got that one or not in my initial playthrough, but it, whatever. That game's still great. I um will revisit it probably in the new year. At this point, like I'm just gonna set that down for a bit. Uh. And yeah, Cloudberry, I played a bit of that and flaked out around the same, like, wheel part. I got a bit in there with the wheel, but then it's just like, this is just crazy. Like, I don't... All right. Um, yeah, it's for crazy people. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, it, it's it's still, like, it's a fun little thing to just boot up and mess around with for a little bit. But yeah, I, I can't sink too much time into that. Um... I let yesterday I loaded up Just Cause 2 multiplayer. That's kind of a thing that's getting a lot of talk right now because right. it's starting to go live and it's it's up there. Um I don't I don't know. I I still like Just Cause 2's like open world airplanes, that party zeppelin. Like I went up there just cuz that thing's awesome. But uh, I guess and also like the boosting thing they they talked about in Giant Bomb there's just a boost button on some servers and that is awesome. I didn't know you could hit it like over and over. So I was just like whatever I hit boost and my car went from 30 to 80 miles per hour. But you just keep hitting that and you're just like and now my car is going 270 and I ramped off a tree and <laughs> now I am still hitting it and somehow my car is being affected by that in the air. I saw a screenshot on Kotaku of a boat in the air, going <laughs> 2,500 miles an hour. Yeah, so the no-holds-barred on the boosting and the dumb stuff, you could, like, I was just, like, bombing around in a city with a Humvee, like, just bouncing off everything. Like, there's fun to be had, it's just the actual, like, core, what are we doing? Like, you're just in a server with, like, 100 people, and you could shoot at each other if you want, but I don't know why you do that. Like, I think the thing is, like, there's no NPCs anymore, at least in the servers I was playing on. There's just nothing. So it's just like, I go up to the Mile High Club party Zeppelin, and it's just, like, empty. And it's just like... Well, I figured uh, there'd be, like, a hundred actual people there. That, like, a, a dude showed up later, and then I was shooting at him, and then he skydived off, and then I grabbed a helicopter or something. Like, you know, Well, like, you're doing it wrong. You gotta skydive off. I chase him or something like like I mean like there's like surfing on airplanes or like a dude was surfing on my airplane while I was flying it and like there, there's dumb that things awesome. happening. There's, that sounds awesome. Sounds so good. I guess if you just want to bomb around in the Just Cause Two world, there's now people in it, so that's kind of crazy. But I I don't know I I didn't put too much more time beyond like an hour or something. But yeah, boosting and just like, occasional wacky things that just happen with parachutes and all those stuff in that game kind of make it cool and it's free like if you have just cause 2 on pc just get that i guess but it's like 20 megs or something um and it i'm gonna have to try that that sounds like so much fun yeah and it 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 seems optimized to like make sure you're you're playing smooth like your experience is as though you're playing single player there's just also people there and there's latency with what they're doing but it doesn't really matter so uh, yeah it, it seemed pretty cool 
in a really dumb way, but it's it's okay. Um, and then really like I I I I know I I bring it up a lot. And I have this year, but so over on PlayStation they had a holiday sale. So I was like, I'm gonna buy Spelunky again and play it on the Vita, and then I can play it everywhere. So I did that, <laughs> and that game's so good, you guys. I don't have you guys played this game. So Derek, this you, sounds like a problem. Spelunky, it's like you're this little adventurer guy, and you and oh, it yeah. randomly yeah, generates, and there's treasures. Oh, and I know you how might, to get you, to you hell might have a now. You might. I know have how a to get there. So I have to get there, or else I I I won't be good. Bananasaurus Rex. I've been watching that dude's videos on YouTube. That guy is a champion. Uh, he is pulling off crazy speed runs and like finding weird secrets and stuff. He's the eggplant run guy. Um, I don't even know, what, you know that what that means. You bring an eggplant to the secret end boss. I'm, I'm, sad. I'm sorry, I asked. And you use the okay. Um, whatever. <laughs> All that said, I'm I'm doing kind of just the standard stuff like the daily challenge and getting gold and whatever ghost gems and whatever. The, there was a thing I found today that I've never seen or heard of, and I was pretty excited about that. So, like, that the game can still surprise me is kind of nuts. If you put, like, if you throw a damsel and they get stuck on, like, one of the gob things on the wall, and then you jump on it, it will eat you. And then there's, like, a secret other place where you're inside the stomach of some giant monster. And I don't know if you can ever win, because it just kept going. But, it, I don't know, it's weird, there's like secrets in that game I didn't even know. So, yeah, Spelunky all the time, like Spelunky on multiple platforms. Like, I stopped playing Spelunky on the PC, and then I turned on a video, and then loaded up Spelunky on my PlayStation, and it synced with the stuff I'd done on the Vita, so it knew the trophies I had. It's awesome. So, it's awesome, you guys. It's really great. It's, it's so good. But whatever, let's move on. Well, if this guys... is going to free you up from you playing your Steam games so that I can play more of your Steam games, then I'm happy for you. It's right. I can and play me. the PlayStation version. I'm not even messing with your stuff. And it can Right, good. Over Don't there. mess with any of my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can... Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Um... <laughs> I think I think next year we're going to have to start support for Nathan. I, I, I kind of just love it a lot. Like, in a way, I haven't with a game for a long time. So We know, but... You know, people who get interventions don't think they need one. Well, all right, it's it's okay. It's just a really well designed game, you guys. It's, it's really cool. But yeah, I get into co-op or something. To anyway, uh, let's move on to the news. There's not that much. I mean, it's almost Christmas, but Nintendo dropped a bunch of stuff apparently. So, Sean, why don't you take it away? Sure. Well, we'll start with Nintendo since you mentioned it. Uh, there was a Nintendo drug this morning. They actually talked about some stuff worth talking about. Okay. Yeah, it was a surprisingly good one. Yeah. Um. So, Bravely Default is still a game. Yep. And, has and apparently, it's still points. really good. What? Everyone's been basically <laughs> okay. Bravely Default has been marketed basically as a return to traditional Final Fantasy RPGs, like Final Fantasy Five, Six era of RPGs. Okay. Apparently, it's like critically acclaimed in Japan, and it's getting a sequel, and uh, we're getting the updated version of the original game in January, or February. I think they actually dropped the release date. Just quick thing from the chat. Apparently, the uh, worm monster thing you're talking about does have an end, and you unlock Super Meat Boy. Oh, weird! I I got I got like a. <laughs> I, did I don't care. Get a... I want to talk about Nintendo. Okay, I unlocked a new <laughs> character in there. I just haven't really looked at him yet. He looked like he just had his flesh off or whatever, but maybe that is him. I I didn't take a closer look. 
I'm gonna load it up right now. Continue. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, Bravely Default, they announced sleep points. I don't want to talk about Bravely Default. Stop playing Splunky. <laughs> Is he actually? I just saw I, him pop up on Steam. I just need to see it. I just, I need to... Well, I guess while on. we're bringing up Steam things, apparently from an earlier question, I played 40 hours of Cloudberry Kingdom. 30 there during the go. tournament. There you go. All right. Well, who's got Let's talk about actual announcements. First now, video that Nintendo but... showed was called N- Hyrule nice right, Warriors. No, it's like, I'm at 32 hours, whatever. I'm not even that good on this I did it all for a competition. Okay. I did it all for you. It was for you, Nathan. You just don't look at me like you used to. I did it for love. (laughs) All right. How about that Hyrule Warriors? Yeah, so Zelda mixed with whatever Warriors was. I didn't... Dynasty Warriors. There's a franchise called Warriors? Dynasty Warriors. Okay. It's it's Tech McCoy. It's It's a Zelda version of Dynasty Warriors, but it looks to be single player. It looks like a much faster combat kind of Zelda game, yeah. But it is not part of the core Zelda universe, they said. Well, because then they can just do whatever the hell they want. I guess, yeah. So Which I, I'd rather that. I'd much rather that. Something completely different? Yeah. So is this the Pokemon Conquest of Zelda games? Are we really going to use that comparison? I was going to say, like that, that game, game's good. So... I like that game. Alright, fair enough. Then I'll back off. Then yes, it is. Alright, cool. They also, um, they showed more Kirby Triple Deluxe. I guess the new announcement is there's basically a Smash Bros. mode in that game for the different Kirby abilities. Okay. Which, that doesn't seem seem like an okay idea. Wait, what is it? So, So they showed, it's like, it's basically Smash Bros. and how it plays, but each character is a different Kirby ability. So you can be, like, Sword Kirby versus Fire Kirby, and you just battle. That actually sounds pretty cool. It seems okay, yeah, for sure. Um, they announced a new Yoshi's Island game, so I guess this is not Yoshi's Epic Yarn. No, no, they announced new Yoshi's Island back at E3. You sure that wasn't just Epic Yarn? It was a demo that was there. I saw it. Okay, sorry. They, I guess they showed it off for the first time here. Anyway, it's called Yoshi's New Island. Uh, so What's, I'm really... What? And, I, and I love Nintendo games when they have the word new to them. I know. You know what? I love the Yoshi's Island series, so I'm excited for it, but, uh... You know what? I love the Mario series, so I was excited for those two. <laughs> and then there was four of them. <laughs> as long as they don't overdo it. That's that's the limiter right there. Okay, what is this Sonic thing I saw on Giant Bomb today? Like, Sonic, Sonic Oh, hey, he's Island? like a hedgehog, and he can run really fast. He likes two okay. dogs, and he has, like, this fox with two tails that follows him there's, around. There's a TV show. He plays the guitar or the keyboard. It's guitar. He plays the guitar. Yeah, his sister was the keyboard, and his There's was Panic the, the Hedgehog. He plays the drums. Uh, Why do you remember so much about Sonic Underground? Sonic Underground, their mother is missing. They're trying to find their mom. Everyone can relate to that. Where is my mom? And they fight people with music. Okay. There was some Sega Sonic Yoshi trailer that I'm watching right now. There's a Uh, DLC for Sonic Lost Worlds where you go to Yoshi's Island. Okay. That's what I needed to know. And apparently they're coming out with Zelda-themed DLC for that game, too. Oh, nice. They teased that at the very end. Uh, they also announced that the new Chibi Robo game that came out la- uh, this summer in Japan, uh, Photo Finder, is coming to North America January 9th. Uh, so that's the Chibi Robo game where it's like, hey, you need to find like a roll of toilet paper, and then you got to go take a photo of a roll of toilet paper. 
Um, so that might be kind of interesting. Chibi Ro yeah, I played the GameCube one, but uh, that was it. Batteries, they factored in, I believe. Yeah. They announced a NES Remix. Which is already out. Which came out today, yes, yep. out today now. That sounds, what is that? It's $15. It's okay. a bunch of NES games that are kind of changed. So, for example, you'll play a Mario stage backwards. You'll uh, play Donkey Kong as Link. You'll play Excite Bike, but you can only kind of see like a little circle in front of you. Everything else is black. It, imagine, it's basically ROM hacks. Imagine, I think some people have compared it to ROM Check Fail. Some other people compared it to uh, WarioWare, but just kind of like with all the characters mixed up. Okay. I would that's not compare neat. it to WarioWare. Well, I mean, more, not... more in the sense of like that's what's happening to the game. Like, oh, now you have to be a level Donkey Kong as Link. Yeah, they get a whole oh, so like one. fast-paced, weird game. It's challenges. not. It's not micro games, though. It's not. I would not compare it to WarioWare. Take on challenges from a dozen eight-bit Nintendo games. Okay. Kick enemies while they're down. All right. This this Haven't looks vaguely WarioWare-esque. That trailer really makes it seem WarioWare-esque, except for like when you play through Mario Brothers One. They really mess with you based on the Mario Brothers One footage. Okay. Altered eight-bit challenges. This sounds potentially kind of cool. I don't know. 15 bucks, Wii U. Does it incorporate the gamepad in any real way at all? Or No, no idea. I didn't get a chance to pick it up yet. I was going to pick okay. it up after the podcast. Why is Excitebike green? What's going on? Because it's extreme! Because it's a remix! <laughs> yeah, okay. it's a color remix, remix, don't you know? Re -re -re remix! Word. <laughs> yep. Uh, then they announced Dr. Luigi, so I guess he... Uh... Caught up to his brother. He finally graduated from medical the school. The parents are no longer ashamed of the one guy, because both of them have a PhD now. Well, that's why he was never in so many games, because he was busy going to school back away. Oh, oh, man. That's true. Yeah. So he's just, like, you know, adventuring on the side, but he's he's got classes, you know? He can't. Right. He can't so Luigi's Mansion is actually like, man, I knew Mario shouldn't have gone out partying, because here I am having to save his sorry ass no, again. No, Luigi's Mansion... I should him, be reading books. He saved up the money from Luigi's Mansion to go pay for his medical school, which is why he's not playable in, like, a bunch of other games. He's doing this to pay for college, okay? That's what they all tell you. <laughs> I got a dumb joke on this. So, you know how he only has only 100 seconds in new Luigi U? Because he's late for class, he's got to hurry. Huh? Ah, there you go. Done. Yay! Done stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. Luigi. It's still his year. <laughs> There's a new product. Oh, I said it was me. dumb. That reminds me. There. There's a new prize on Club Nintendo because of it. Yeah. There's a what? figurine. It's not out yet. You can pre-order a prize on Club Nintendo. Well, that's how you get like the the platinum rewards. That's the same thing. I guess it's okay. kind of like a pre-order. How long ago did they announce, like, last batch of Club Nintendo stuff? Like, because... It's usually July. Yeah, okay, so, like, five months ago. Because our Majora's Mask OS, like, original soundtrack just shipped, like, today. Oh, shoot, I didn't change my address. Crap. Okay, well, there you go. See, there's a heads up for... you got to get to Nintendo.com and change that, but... I think I it might know. be too late. You mean Club.Nintendo.com? Maybe. Yes. No. I I don't know. It's, it's on the main it's page. It's club.nintendo.com. Okay. Anyway, okay. yeah. Dr. Luigi is coming out December 31st, so New Year's Eve. Uh, $15. Uh, is it on, if you're what into... What, 3DS or what platform? Did you say? They they didn't actually say. It looked like Wii U graphics. Which, which one? Dr. Dr. Luigi. Dr. Luigi is definitely Wii U because they literally show the Wii U gamepad during the trailer. Okay. Okay. 
What? That's some weird stuff. I I guess. Yeah, you're right. This is some surprising announcements coming out of Nintendo. It's like there's games and coming then, out uh, right Rosalina's now. Rosalina's going to be in Smash Bros. Cool. Yay! I I thought that was going to happen anyways. It's good they're actually acting at, adding more female characters there. Yeah. yeah. And they played the good song from Galaxy, so I really hope that song is in the game when you're battling. Gusty Garden or whatever it is. Everyone, my Twitter feed was like Gusty Garden Galaxy, yay! So, Windy Garden or something like that. Yeah, it's I, that's like what that's Garden. like the great. It's one of the best songs in that game. Gusty um, Garden is more alliteration. They also showed a new that. Mario Kart Eight trailer. Yeah, yeah. eight. Uh, okay. And that game still looks like a direct sequel to the Wii game, so fuck that. No, it's a direct sequel to Mario Kart Seven. No, it's not, because it's got bikes and tricks, and there's probably 12 people driving around, and it's going to be stupid. That was also all in 7. <laughs> no, in 7, you did not ride on the bikes. O- okay, the bikes is the only thing that wasn't And you seven. only raised 8 people, not 12. Mm-hmm. And the multiplayer wasn't messed up. See? Yeah, fair enough. It sounds like kind of a blend of a bunch of previous Mario Kart stuff, so... So what where, every, every other Mario Kart game is. Where yeah. is Double Dash 2? Yeah. I mean, I just want to play on that, like, Baby Toad or whatever the hell that, like, you know... Baby Park. Baby Park. I don't, because that was a circle. That track was that, awesome, though, because it was just chaos. Chaos, exactly. I just like the part where it's like, dude, we gotta switch right now. And then you switch, and it's like, oh yeah. Apparently some people... I don't know. Like, the legacy of all Nintendo games seems to, like, switch at some point. It's just like... Man, this game sucks. And then ten years later, that was a Thomas Classic. That was one of the best ones right. they ever so did. So eventually, everyone's going to be like, "Man, I loved Double Dash." And it's going to be like, talking? good. Yeah, this what are you talking about? People Mario still, Kart. people, some people think Double Dash is the best. Yeah, yeah. but at the time, well, it was like seven point something. You know, people that was the idea. Yeah, yeah, people. Well, basically people everything on the GameCube people hated at the time, and now Nintendo just went in such a silly direction that they're like, "Please go back to anything." And they're just like, here it is again, Wind Waker. And they're just like, this is the greatest. And here it is again, yeah. Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. Yeah, it's because people were all like, oh, now we love everything on the GameCube. But at the time... Right. So, where's my Kirby Air Ride 2? No. I don't know. That's where the real it? question. Where is yeah. my Kirby Air Ride 2? I'm, you know what? Considering how long that one was in development, I'm surprised we got the first one. There was a lot of weird variety in that game, too. But... Kirby's Air Ride was supposed to be on the N64. Wow. Okay. That was weird. Like, I mean, just like, there's totally different racing games in it. Like, it's just like, and now it's an isometric perspective zoomed way out, and it's basically like an RC. Like, it's like, what? What happened? And it's just like, yeah, just race here now. Now it's like, what happened the to back. You Kirby Air Ride? Now it's this weird open world battle game. Dude, City City Escape or City Trial was awesome. Yeah, that was my favorite mode. It's just weird. Like, it's cool. It's just really odd game. But Kirby, man. That guy can't can't hold him back. Soul Calibur 2? Best Soul Calibur game. Just gonna say it. Yeah, because Link's in it. And you can do the little thing where you jump over his arm and then hit him out of the stage every time. You just, like, you jump over and then, and it's like a little quarter, you know? That's how that, I yeah, that yeah, I know. The exact, the exact reason. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever, you, everything you said. You locked. Oh, down. and you get the fairy okay. sword and you just regen health. It, it's kind of broken. But, yeah. Soul Calibur 2 in garage sales now. <laughs> <laughs> it's out there. Um, is that it for the Nintendo Direct? Was that all the That the was lineup? it. That was okay. it. Okay. That's a lot um, of stuff, though, thing to came be out, fair. Uh, This was two, last night? Two nights ago? When did this happen, John? You noticed it. The Nintendo Direct? This was last night. This was this morning. No. 
the PAX thing because we're moving topics. Oh, the, oh, sorry. PAX thing was, in fact, last night. Last night. So, everyone's favorite video game convention that does the most controversial stuff uh, continued to do the most controversial stuff. Nathan, did you hear about this as, like, the big PAX guy of us? Oh, Robert Koo? Like, what was controversial? I, I kind of only heard banter Diversity about lounges? Oh, okay. Did you, did you not hear about this? I didn't hear about this. Alright, here's the latest thing to be weird about, to feel weird about PAX about. Oh no, They okay. released a press release where they're like, hey, we understand that games are for a lot of different people. It's diverse. There's a lot, there's tons of different people here. Yeah. So we're gonna set up rooms dedicated to those different people. They have their own space. Uh. And in these rooms, no one will be mean to you. These are the diversity lounges. That's kind of like, creepy. That's, that's so weird. Yeah. Like, it's just like, <laughs> let's send all the criminals to Australia. Like, it's that kind of weird thing. Or it's just like, they have their own island. It's okay. We we put them over here. That's that's a little weird. Okay. What's well, their justification think, for this? Like, what? Well, so uh, just before we get into, because Robert Koo, the... Um, the main marketing guy on at Penny Arcade did an update today, but just if we're if, let's just stay at the uh, press release for just a second. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> just kind of like I don't understand how this is a good idea. Why don't you just say no tolerance to bullshit? Like, don't be, be bullying people based just, on any. Here's our thing. rules: be a decent human being. Like, th- how is that not a better idea than we're gonna make designated rooms for people of different, whatever? <laughs> I mean, if it's like we're gonna make it an easy way to kind of find p- members of your peer group to kind of hang out with, like, but that's just the internet or whatever. Like, if you want to do a meetup or something, that's fine. The rooms will also offer literature, uh, so that people can learn about diversity in gaming. I don't. Who is doing this? Like, I mean, is it them taking this? This is PAX. This is this is, this is Penny Arcade. Okay, so it's not like some, like, it's kind of like a group that would normally have a panel are now going the extra mile, and they have, like, a thing set up, and they're, like, being more involved and kind of being part no, of the... No, this is Penny Arcade saying, this is how we're going to raise awareness about diversity. Okay. I don't even know what to make it. Like, this is the first I've heard of it, so I, I don't know. Like, Yeah, it, it only, like, it was a document that leaked, like, yesterday. So. Like, is it, like, is their heart in the right place? Is this... Just them being weird, like I well. Don't so, like know. I said, Ku put an update on the, their forms today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read, I read through it briefly, and he what he was trying to say is he wants. It seems to be more of like they're leaning heavily on the, like educating people on diversity, and less on the like we're trying to seclude people into these rooms. Okay. It hmm. just. It just seems like, why, like, this just seems so weird. It is definitely a super strange thing in general, so. Like, what? Like, I, I just don't get how this is a better idea than just, we have no tolerance for bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, pro- they probably thought at the time it wasn't going to be taken like that, or that it would be, they would be able to show it off better. I just think as a general idea, like, how is this, in what way is this a better idea than just having mm. a no-tolerance rule? 
Some like some of the like I mean in the post some of it sounds kind of positive like it's like we carved out a area f like you know these groups would normally have like a panel or a booth or something now they get free space in the not convention not quite free it says I'm seeing not free but quite uh well okay now okay. if it's a, if it's a company that has a product to sell they have to be in the main expo hall as is yeah uh then that's the only way they can get considered for the diversity lounges. But if they're if they're a company that does not have anything to sell, if they're like just there for information, then they then they are allowed to have a free booth in the diversity diversity lounge. Okay, it's kind of this is a little weird to me, just because like I mean, in the last two years I've gone, we've attended panels that are about diversity. Like, there's stuff about this there. It's just you kind of have to want to find it. Whereas this is like, I don't know, kind of forcing the issue in a way that might make people uncomfortable on both ends. Like, it's like, you're here, we're going to put us... Like, I mean, he mentions, like, people feel like this is putting a spotlight on them. And it kind of is. Like, it's like, everyone has to walk through the diversity chamber to learn about it. Well, I doubt it's even going to be that. I'm thinking it's going to be somewhere off to the side, obviously. Yeah. Just, I'm thinking the way the convention center set up, where can you put that kind of... And I was mm -hmm. thinking, like, let's say you're a bully. Why on earth would you go in that room ever? I guess, yeah. I guess, right? Like, it's like... I don't know. This is... Yeah, that's definitely a hot topic. I did not realize what this topic really was. Because I, I think I was seeing, in retrospect, blowback on Twitter, but I wasn't sure what the conversation was, so I didn't research. Okay. Interesting. Uh, this is still developing, obviously. Is this for PAX East? Like, that's the next... All PAXs. It's, it's for all PAXs. Okay. Mel Melbourne, Seattle, and Boston. So Seattle will be the first one. Or no, I guess uh, East will be the first one. Yeah. So I'll get to see it firsthand in about four months. So okay. you're gonna be our you're gonna be our on like our correspondent in the field. You're I'm gonna check I'm out gonna the diversity hang out, lounge. I'm gonna hang out in the diversity lounge and then see how much people are protesting it. Okay. I'm gonna learn a lot about diversity that I didn't know. Like, did you know that there are different people in the world? I did. Huh. Really? But I'm glad they're here too. I don't, okay. I don't know. Can I play Mario Kart? Like, no, you have to play thing. culture diverse Mario Kart. Oh man, what happens if I go to the diversity lounge and take a shit in it? Then you'll probably be kicked out of the entire convention. Oh, I'm pretty sure that's man. just in the PAX guidelines. Like, don't be totally don't poop <laughs> like, in our that? display areas. <laughs> yeah, like don't make a mess or something. I don't know what you'd <laughs> categorize that as, but yeah, hygiene or something. Anyway, okay, interesting. That, that well, that's my surely... protest to diversity. This is what I think. <laughs> Hopefully that won't happen. Um, but okay, yeah, PAX East, we will get a full report as it happens. Provi um, if it still happens, for all I know, they might remove it because of the, the blowback. We'll see. I, I mean, th they're trying to be sp spin this positive. It's like, hey, this, the conversation's getting started right now. We're educating and celebrating. Like, I'm literally seeing that thing right here but okay um hmm interesting let's uh, that's it for uh news i guess that's it is that, that okay uh do we have uh questions this week Did we, we do yep okay i will load them up in one second all right let's get um, ready for emails yeah uh if you want to send uh actual emails top down perspective at gmail.com um we also have a twitter account tdp podcast um, and there's a Facebook page as well, uh, which we already mentioned. And while you're there at the Facebook page, uh, maybe click on that survey link. Just a little reminder. You could do that just for this episode, you know, like get your vote in and stuff. 
Um, Only this episode will be But again, you have a few weeks to go. Yeah, yeah. So, no rush, I guess. But, you know, just keep it in mind. Just like, oh, I better play Call of War as Gunslinger, and then I can decide whether that deserves a vote or not. You know, stuff like that. Stuff like that. What's our first question? Awkward silence um, is actually the first question. I'm looking for a good first question. Well, it doesn't. It just needs to be the first one. It's it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry to whoever's question is first now, because it'll make it sound like it's not necessarily the best, but it's it's probably fine. Now I'm just wondering, like, why are we screening the questions? So... The chat's like hashtag meowth hour hashtag get hype. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. Uh, we take yeah. questions for anyone. I'm just trying to go through. A lot of people are just talking about the survey. Okay, here we go. This one's from Wayward. Hey guys, what's your favorite Metal Gear game mechanic? Mechanic. Ooh. Uh, my favorite Metal Gear mechanic would probably be hiding in a box, and or if that doesn't count, uh, like chopping pieces, people's pieces in Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance. It's very okay. cathartic. It's very cathartic. I'm I'm gonna say like. Primarily the camouflage system in three, I really like, but I actually like the menu and how you handle that stuff because they also have like you digging bullets out of your like arm with a fork, like just dumb character management screen essentially in that game. But I guess primarily it expresses itself in the camouflage and just the weird bonus camouflage. It's like I just have a Japanese flag on my face and it's not very good camouflage, but I look crazy. So that game's great. Metal Gear Solid 3. Uh, check it out. I like the uh, sword cutting in Revengeance as well. Nathan, wasn't it you who was playing that game recently? Yeah, I think did it's you... in this pile right here. Did you play any more of it? I have not played more of it since uh, the Saints Row 4 kind of thing took over. But um, Gotta I'm, play I'm a told... couple more stages. I want you to fight that octopus lady. I'm told it's extremely short, so maybe I should uh, it jump is back short. in. That's true. Yep. Jam through <laughs> it uh, pretty soon here. And once again, Soul Calibur 2. Anyway, so cover two. All right, next question. This one's on email. This one's from Cody. Do you prefer games that have a single storyline or games that have branching storylines based on player choices? Uh, the latter tend to have few pre-rendered cutscenes and several I should not have done that moments. I like uh, single uh, single focus stories because then the writing can be sharper on it. But at the same time, I can appreciate games that give you multiple options. Great. Um, Decisive John. Well, no, or, I'm, say, I'm saying I can appreciate that, but my preference is the first. Whereas I think my preference is the second, just based on how much I'm enjoying Spelunky right now. Because <laughs> it is that, where it's just like, there is like just blocks of text in that game, very rarely, but primarily it is just weird stuff happening to you based on all of your second-to-second decisions. Like, it's just like... Should I j- jump for that? Can I make that? Can I? Should I throw a bomb there first? Like, can I? Should I use one of my ropes? Like, just all these little things happening in the mechanics make that really cool. It's kind of why I was kind of digging what State of Decay was doing too, but I have to play more of that to understand how much is open and what is narrative and whatever because they're kind of juggling those. But I like open stuff. I want to be in control of everything that's happening as often as possible. So yeah. That said, I still like Metal Gear, which is the exact opposite, but. You know, chaos is great. How about you? I don't you, know. I'm trying to think. Like, a lot of the games that are coming to mind that I really like their stories are single, single stories. 
But then like, stuff like, like The Walking Dead and Mass Effect pop up, and it's like, oh, I really like those too. Where where there's like written branches, and they try to write for the branch as much as they can, right? That's kind of its own thing. But uh, I thought that's kind of what we were implying. Well, it's kind of a hybrid. Whereas like the way I was interpreting chaotic stuff was kind of like the like open world, you know, systems driven Far Cry two kind of chaos. But I guess. But are we are we focusing this on stories though? Yeah, but that is kind of the story, is the player-driven story. But if you want to say, like, the player-driven authored story, that's kind of a thing as well. That's Mass Effect, essentially, which is is great, too. I I also enjoy those. I'm making it more complicated than the question person did. Yeah, I think you are. A little bit. Sorry. See, I don't... I don't know, I just... I I guess I don't have a preference. If there's a good story, I'll, I'll do either. So, yeah. All right, this one's from Little Foo. Was there anything that you were hoping would be announced on this morning's Nintendo Direct that wasn't? Not really, because they kind of hit what I wanted. I wanted a new character announcement for Smash Brothers. They, I wanted the new game. They announced that a couple, a couple of them actually, or mainly just uh, Hyrule Heroes or Hyrule Warriors, whatever. Yeah, they talked about Cranky Kong again. Yeah, well, for people who didn't watch the VGX. I, I was thinking about it today. VGX, this club, this Nintendo Direct was basically what their appearance on VGX should have been. But then oh, I like realized they should have given more of that stuff to that, like Spike or whatever, like drop some of this news there. Yeah, like like even that would have been like a half hour segment though. And well, not even that. It, like it would have been minutes. like like if they announced Cranky Kong, like Cranky Kong and Rosalina for Smash. I was sure, shocked. Like. Even, like Smash, give up Smash one of, of their these most... announcements. Like if it's like, hey, Ness Remix, and then show that trailer on the stream, it's like, oh wow, weird. Like that would have been cool. Yeah, but like instead, I, I think wait ten days or whatever. Smash would have been one of their best bets to introduce something because it's like their best hardcore and like casual received series next to like Mario Kart. Yeah. It and there's not really major announcements you can have for Mario Kart. It's like, oh, we got a new track. Oh, your bike can. Uh, there's a new item. Actually, I did, just in relation to VGX, I did see a news blurb today from Shaq News, I think. Uh, that had over a million viewers, so they're getting ready for next year. It's going to happen. So, VGX 2? I don't know. Hooray. It would be X1, technically. Yeah. the th- That show will return in some form, so... Hooray. Yeah. I, I don't know. Hopefully they'll improve. I, whatever. Jeff Keighley is a dedicated person, so we'll see what happens. Um... All right, Let's this one just came in from John. Be, yeah. What movie actor slash actress would you like to see in a video game? Like Ellen Page, for example. Okay. James Woods. Emma Stone. Ooh, dude. James Woods was in San Andreas, I, and he's, he's fantastic. He's technically also in Kingdom Hearts because he's Hades. Yeah. He's done some but good I, video game I, but work already. I think they're, already, they're but... saying, like, they, like, the model... Like, the okay. character model is the I, I just want a game where you play as James Woods. That's all I want. That wouldn't be bad. That he is, Yeah, he's an entertaining performer. Um, Man, I'm trying to think. For some... Sean, do you got anybody? Or... Oh, yeah. No, okay, here's one. The Rock. <laughs> that... he, already, he already was. Yeah. That Spy, Spy Hunter, Hunter, Nowhere to Run. Yeah, which makes no sense because that movie disappeared. But well, they are, they already have the game made, so they're like, All I right, know well, we need to make the money back. That's like one of those weird things where like the rock is on the box, and you're just like, why? Why does this? Happen? Oh, I did not know that. I haven't played any of the Spy Hunter games, so yeah, yeah. Um, 
But okay, no, he maybe he should return to. I mean, he was the top grossing actor this year. Did you see that story? I, thought, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, for, he's the for winner. what? For Fast Six made like. Eight hundred million dollars, and Pain and Gain didn't do too Pain bad Gain, either. Yeah, all oh, right. He's so. been. He was also GI Joe. Yeah, oh my god, so he was in he like three movies this year. I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he crossed the billion mark. Oh, and that truck driver one that I totally watched. I forgot about. I watched that, that too. What is that oh, called? What's it even what? called? It's, it's like his or son something like gets that? involved in like crime. Isn't it like he... Snitch? Snitch. That's it. That is not a great movie, but it also no. was profitable. So. Uh, someone in the chat, Evil Marshmallow, says Nick Cage. How did we not jump to that? How didn't we jump to that? It's true. Every now and then, Fair you gotta enough. pick a different actor. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm trying to think if there's. So like, why didn't that Prince of Persia game with Jake Gyllenhaal ever come out? Missed opportunity. It it did. But it wasn't him. It wasn't based on him. It was. What? What are you talking what about? You, yeah. What are you talking about? For Forgotten Sands. But no. it didn't look like him at all. It it looked similar to him. It was kind of a mix, and I'm, I thought he voiced it. Maybe no. not. I think but it, I don't know. I think it was the voiced. original. I think that was actually the original voice actor from like okay, Santa. They time. definitely based some of the f- likenesses off of Jake Gyllenhaal for sure, though. Really? Like you're saying, like his outfit or something was maybe a little movie-ish. No, I think like his face. Like I think it was. It was like, like a hybrid. They, they yeah, it was kind of a hybrid. Maybe, maybe in that kind of vague, like Nathan Drake looks kind of like Nolan. I played Northway. through that game twice. Okay, I heard it was a good game. It was okay. It was Prince of Persia. Yeah, it was all right. Um, I, I'm trying to think. It was just like an actor that I was like, man, this actor right here. I mean, uh, Nick Nick Cage is a good pull. That's that's fair. Um, James Franco. Why why isn't he in more video games? Question. He was in Homefront, the movie. Why isn't why isn't he in Homefront, the game? They're totally different. It's not even. All right, Junkie GS writes in. What was each of your most memorable slash most fond gaming memory ever? Ever. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm trying to think of a good one that comes to mind. The greatest gaming memory. All right, here's one for me. Yep. Playing through Rock Band 2's Endless Set List on okay. Expert, followed immediately by playing through Rock Band 2's Endless Set List on Medium without breaks to get the Bladder of Steel achievement, just to have someone accidentally hit the guide button three hours into the second go-through. Oh my god. We all went to bed because that was the most heartbreaking thing. I woke up early in the morning and recruited one person to start it with me. The rest of the guys woke up and we finished it. So I played through it, the endless set list, two and a half times in the span of 24 hours. What is, is that like 12 hours of rock band? What is that? I think an endless set list took around six hours. Okay. I, I did have a great, like, my, the first Rock Band came out, and I got it just in time for a New Year's Eve party, and we played it all night, and that was pretty awesome. But it was, like, that thing where you're, like, hearing Black Hole Sun, like, 60 times or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just like, oh, I hate all of these songs now. I can never play this again. But that if was If I hear great. I Love Rock and Roll one more time, I'm going to stab my ears. Yeah, yeah. That was a good kickoff to that. That was definitely some good social gaming stuff. I'm trying to, like, I was just thinking about how, like, Mickey's Magical Quest, I had to, like, pause and go to sleep 
to play, like, to, to, like, continue in the morning, because it's just like, I'm so far in this game, I don't want to, like, lose all this progress. And then something happened the next morning where, like, the system got tugged or, like, reset or something, and it was just like, well, that was dumb. Like, just woke up, immediately ruined the thing we just did, and then it was like, great, that was totally garbage. So, I don't know why bad memories are coming, but it was kind of fine. I wasn't, like, angry. It was just dumb. But, man, I'm trying to think, like, great moment. Like, do they want, like, the first time you beat this boss battle, you're just like, oh, shit, that was so crazy. I killed Ganon. I saved everything. What? So awesome. Clicked all these stars. Super Mario World, first time you beat it. I don't I don't know. What do you got, John? First time you beat Pikmin 2? It's pretty exciting, right? That clearly happened to me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just I want to just make one comment back to our previous topic of Prince of Persia. Yeah. Uh, the game actually came out a week before the movie did. Yeah. Yeah. To- yeah. So it was like in that exact... That's why that game came out when it did. Like maybe they yeah. put movie DNA in it. But I remember it was the same day that Alan Wake, Split Second, and another game. I can't remember what it was came out, but I remember there was four games that day. Oh, there was, yeah, what was the game that, like, totally overshadowed Alan Wake? <laughs> Red Dead? I think it was, I, maybe Red Dead. I don't remember. Okay. This was, no, just, like, no, this was wait, 2010, no, no, no. it couldn't be Red Dead. I think it was Blur. That was the fourth one. Uh, really? it splits, yeah, Split Second and Blur were the same day. Yeah, so oh, I remember man. four games came out that day. Alan Wake, Prince of Persia, Blur, and Split Second, and I picked up three of those games. Okay. Those that, 2010 was a great year. It's just, I'm trying to think. That was 2010, right? Alan Wake? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Then Red Dead was that year. It might have just been a few weeks later or before or something. I, I, I think Red Dead was very close to Splinter Cell Conviction. Okay. That sounds right. I mean, we were in the business at the time, so... Yeah. In, 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 All right, John, do you have business. a gaming moment? In the business of selling video games, but... Yeah. Uh, Red Dead was May 18th, 2010, which was the same day Prince of Persia came out. Okay. There you go, see? Weird, um, okay. I don't know, favorite gaming memory, that's way too big a question. I the, the Rock Band, Weirdness, and M- Mickey's Magical Quest got reset, and that was terrible. Um, But kind of... John, awesome. do you have something that jumps to mind? Yeah, but it's not exactly the happiest thing. It's just kind of more of a cherished memory, I guess. Okay. Uh, one of my one of my most cherished games to play is uh the Great Circus Caper, starring Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Because okay. it was the it was the last game I ever got to play with my uncle before he passed away. So. Hmm. I'm trying to think if this. I don't know. Well, sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's yeah. Just like should I pile up? It's like my uncle who passed away really liked Tetris. On the Game Boy, so I played that. So I just one up to you. There you go. What are you gonna do? Yeah, that weird. I don't. Yeah, I didn't play it cooperatively or anything. But yeah, okay. <laughs> weird themes, sad themes. Let's move on. Well done. Yep. Have any of you guys tried playing League of Legends? Mm-mm. I installed it onto this laptop and never played it. So if I- not, what is stopping you? Uh, a bunch of my friends have been trying to convince me to play it. I just don't have the time. I just don't want to jump into a game with that much kind of depth involved. Um, Fair enough, yeah. The, the competitive games isn't 
entirely my thing. But also, isometric fantasy action games aren't really my thing either. So, like, there, I just, there's no hook for me. Like, it's like the Warcraft, Diablo, any of that is just like, I don't care about those. So, it's just like, there's no window into that at all. Like, I enjoy people's enthusiasm for it. Like, I'll listen to Brad Muir talk about that on Twitter and, like, his guest spot on, what was that podcast that Idle Thumbs did for a while? The Daily Dota? I listen to those. Oh, right. So okay. I'll, I'll listen to people talk about that manner of MOBA thing, but I, I can't do that. I don't really want to. And so. just have no frame of reference to what any of those words mean? Yeah, it's just this jungling and all this stuff. It's just like, I don't, I, I, I vaguely understand, but I don't understand the appeal still. Like, I don't want to play that. So, and plus it just sounds like there's like a huge skill ceiling to find. So it's just like, well, if you're going to be even competent, you need to spend like, I don't know, 500 hours. And you're just like, yeah, I'm just going to play like 80 other games and not do that. So. Yeah, you kind of have to make it your focus. Like, same with first-person shooters. You have to make them your focus if you want to be, like, competitive at them. Yeah, and that's, that's no, that's not going to happen, so, yeah, that's probably why. All right, these next few are from uh, Allison. Mm-hmm. Uh, what toppings do you like on your pizza? Pepperoni, ham, and bacon. Okay. So, meat lovers, there you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Uh, ham and I'm pineapple. fine with, like, anything for the most part. Okay. I haven't tried like really weird stuff like anchovies. That sounds. I've had terrible. anchovies. It's fine. It you just have to like salty kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, ham and pineapple is like my default. I have been discovering chicken barbecue stuff lately, and that's pretty good. I like chicken. Chicken's pretty good. Yeah. There you uh, go. Pizza. Nathan, they missed the rambling roar show. <laughs> when uh, will you do more of those? Um. I don't know. Like it's it's kind of like a lot of those long form venting type things seem to happen on Pixel Response now, but uh, there's no video component to that, so I guess you don't really get the same animated thing. Uh, I don't know. Like it's just it's something has to strike me just right in a positive or negative way. Um, and also I, I guess really the thing that kind of put me off was the last time I did one. I ran out of, like, I filled my iPhone recording it. So it's just like, I just need more space to do video, and I don't I don't know. Maybe I should use my flip again or something. But, yeah, sorry, I, I just haven't really put much, like, thought into how to do that more often, I guess. I, I'm, I'm cool anyone cares about that. I will try to do that, but, uh, yeah. Sorry. All right, and these last one, this actually, a bunch of people keep talking about this. Okay. So I won't really credit it to anybody. Um, basically, is there any chance we're going to do a pizza eating contest? <laughs> if if they pay for the pizzas. No, I really don't want to. Yeah, like eat yourself sick sounds bad, like a bad idea, but... I mean, we could also try, like, hey, if we're going to do a Sega Saturn meetup, we could also make a pizza party. And that's like pizza party. We do need to do a Sega thing. Oh, you're we right, do. we got to do part three. So if we're going to meet up anyway, we might as well bring a bunch of pizzas to it. and <laughs> Just too many. Too many. <laughs> Why do I have yeah. 30 pizzas with me today? Yeah, whoops. I, I showed up. You said not to bring anything, but I ran to this pizza place. And... <laughs> I ran into this pizza driver, and he's just like, I have too many pizzas. And I just, I robbed him. Yeah. 
And I mean, like, we could get gross with it, too. I live, like, two blocks from a Little Caesars, so I could just load up and then come up to your It's ready in, like, five minutes. The worst pizza, and then we could see who can handle most of it. I have been practicing, though, so... You've been practicing. <laughs> yeah. Little Caesars has helped us out a couple times. It's... Yeah, okay. I don't know. Maybe, but more importantly, we should talk about that Saturn thing at some point soon. But, yes, uh, we should. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there will be pizza there. Stay tuned. That's uh, that's going to do it for questions. Okay. Um, again, top down perspective, Gmail, uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, voting on things. Uh, games of the week. Let's uh, do those and then close it out for uh, this pre, like, one week before Christmas Eve. I don't know what you call that, but yeah. What do we, what do we got? Saint, Saints Row 4. Saints Row 4. That's solid choice. I heard that was a game of the week last week. But fair enough. Was it? Well, it wasn't mine. I didn't play it till Sunday. It was, it was mine. I, I gave it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> okay. Sean. Uh, I don't know. What's yours, Nathan? It, it's. Uh, I mean, should I, uh, it's it has to be Spelunky. It just is. I'm sorry. It is. It is. <laughs> the Vita version, though, uh, which All is right. uh, its own thing. You can get it now on uh, the PlayStation Vita. <laughs> It's really good. You next week we'll be having I intervention for Nathan. I don't even know, D- dude. I gotta get the Necronomicon. Like I gotta get to the City Gold, and then I can go fight y- Yama, right? So, thank you guys for tuning too... in. We'll see you guys next week. Wait, Sean, I have. Did, to... did you choose? I have to give it to Black Flag again. I guess. Okay, that's fair. Is finishes yeah. strong. That's that's good. Good to hear. So, and it definitely wasn't yeah. going to be Crimson Saga. So, fair. Crimson fair. Dragon. Crimson Dragon. Crimson Saga is a different game. You're thinking Crimson Gen Saga. I am. I'm sorry. You're thinking of Double Dragon Neon. Double Dragon Neon. <laughs> game of the week. Sean's game of the week somehow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for joining us. Uh, see you guys next time. Have, hey, have camera. a good Christmas. Cause yeah, be Merry Christmas. Christmas. We yeah. probably won't. If you we celebrate Christmas, hear from us before Christmas time. If you celebrate that, yeah, that's right. Um, happy late December times. Have a crazy Kwanzaa. Crazy Kwanzaa. All of these things. Hanukkah's over. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. That's why I didn't say Hanukkah. Holidays. Just happy holidays. Nice and generic. Anyway, yes. Bye.